Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, film buffs and film nerds. It is time to get your game on for this week's episode 213. Yes. Boss level. Currently streaming on the Hulus. As you heard there, that is my co-host, Mr. Mysterious Mike, and I am just Matt Hinshaw. Mike, go for it. What are you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, Matt, you're not mysterious or dark or or happy or like what what can we use to define to describe you, Matt? Like Gentile. Well, since I named you, you have to name me. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'll have to think about that. All right. Well, while you're thinking about that, Mike, uh, why don't you go ahead and give us the rundown for 2021's Boss Level, starring Frank Grillo? Sure, man. Uh, so this is directed by Joe Carnahan. And it was uh, the screenplay was written by Chris Bory, Eddie Bory, and uh, Joe Carnahan. And this movie is starring Frank Grillo, Mel Gibson, Naomi Watts, Michelle Ye- Yeo. I'm sure I messed that up. I'm sorry. And um, it's about a uh, retired special forces officer who's trapped in a never-ending time loop on the day of his death. I thought this movie was going to be absolute crap. I thought it was going to be a ripoff of Groundhog Day and Happy Death Day, and it was going to be another stupid, boring, uh, time loop, same day repeat thing over and over, and it wasn't going to be any good because Hulu bought it. It was supposed to come out in the theaters uh, over a year ago, but, you know, COVID. And I was pleasantly, pleasantly surprised. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie i thought it was action-packed funny i just fun i really liked it i wish i could have seen it in the theaters mike what are your first impressions uh i like this movie i thought it was pretty fun matt it's uh it's entertaining you know um they they did the time looping shtick pretty good um, there's a few things that are a little rough around the edges to me, but overall it, it was pretty fun and I, I enjoyed it. I laughed quite a bit. A lot of the special effects were pretty bad. I'm thinking of one specifically where a vehicle blows up that just looked really bad. But for the most part, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, this is a popcorn flick, you know, that missed being in the theater. Oh, definitely. 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 I mean, it was, it was fun. I mean, it was a ride. It was a turn your brain off and just go on this crazy ride movie. And I like that about it. It's great. You know, you just sit there and eat your popcorn and enjoy it. You know, one thing I really liked about the, uh, the live, die, repeat aspect, much like, you know, live, die, repeat or edge of tomorrow was it didn't like keep going back and going back and going back. I'm not a huge fan of voiceover, but I think it worked really, really well in this movie where he just explained 
what all was going on. And he even started giving the different characters that were killing him names, even though he never knew them. I really like that aspect. I think it worked really well instead of like Groundhog Day constantly showing you the same scenes. It just, he'd explain it. Yeah, I I like the names he came up for the people as well. I mean, I guess he had so many interactions with all these different people because without giving away too much, he he's being harassed by a group of people over and over again. Harassed, Mike? Really? Harassed. Okay, we'll go with harassed. That's the most extreme level of harassment I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> okay. All right. Harass. <laughs> okay, Mike. So, um, I don't know how much more we can discuss before we start spoiling it because there is quite a bit because it is what it is, a time warp movie and we have to, we get to discuss the interesting things of it. Uh, here you go. Here's one. Mel Gibson was hardly in this movie at all, but yet he is you know, top billing on this guy. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Mel Gibson is in it and, and, uh, Naomi Watts, but they're barely in it, barely in this movie. So it's really maybe just to help promote the movie. I don't know. Uh, um, Ken, oh, Ken Jong, Jong. Yeah. I, I didn't know how to say it. He's in this and, uh, he's in it more than those guys. So I don't know. Um, but he's not as famous, you know, he's, he's only the naked guy who jumps out of the trunk and hangover. So that is not true. He is extremely famous now. Is he? Oh yeah, dude. Um, the mass singer, he's been on the mass singer since the start and people love his shtick on the mass singer. He actually has a sitcom that's in its fifth or sixth season on one of the major networks. It's based around him being a doctor because that's what he really was for many, many years. Um, uh, some people know that. Most people, I think, would know that. But Ken Jong started out uh, going to stand-up while he was in medical school. And then he continued his thing. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just he starts getting picked up for movies and you know doing little side things. And when you get in with Judd Apatow, man, I mean, you're pretty good, you know? And so now, I, I don't know if he practices medicine anymore, but uh, I know he's still licensed, though. <laughs> That's pretty interesting. Okay, Matt, I didn't I didn't know that he was doing all those things. So, he, But he was in this movie, I, I would say, a lot more than Mel Gibson and Naomi Watts' character, which, you know, are pretty big, big names in, in uh, uh, Hollywood. Yeah, it was kind of nice that he wasn't doing his little shtick either. I mean, he still was being kind of goofy and silly, but Ken Jong kind of has this this really over the top, like goofy shtick, which is fine. That's what he does in stand up. That's the kind of comedian it, he is, and people just really love it. But he really didn't have that in this. He was more subdued. He was still funny, but I mean, I liked his character in this film as little as we saw him. But I I really did enjoy him. Yeah, Matt, the the special effects in this movie were pretty good most of the time. I guess they were adequate. You know, they they got the job done. At times they were a little bit unrealistic or or choppy, but sometimes I think it was um funny on on purpose. Like they they didn't want it to look too real cuz it was funnier that way. Um yeah, I think I liked how this movie didn't take itself too seriously too. 
it, it had it had a lot of just style, I guess, just humor. It was just a lot of fun. It was there's not a lot of substance. It's not trying to tell you something. It's not trying to tell you how to think. It's just a fun action flick with a guy that has a major problem and he needs to figure out how to fix it. Yeah, definitely. Couldn't agree more. Oh, yes, Matt. Uh, as I see you waving on the camera, Matt, what are you drinking this fine uh, afternoon, evening, morning? <sighs> morning. Wow. All right. All right. Well, well, Mike, um, I am celebrating because that's just what I do because it's the cheapest beer in the store. I'm drinking myself a little uh, Moto High Life Champagne of beers. How about yourself, sir? Oh, yeah? What are you celebrating? Uh, you know, since it's a champagne. Nothing. It's just a cheap beer, and I have lots of it. Oh, okay. So we're just celebrating cheap beer. Nice. I think that's a quality celebration. And let me guess, you're celebrating another IPA. No. No, I'm not, man. What? Yeah. So check this out. I am celebrating some PBR. Dude, double celebration of cheap cheap beer. We didn't even plan that. That's awesome. <sighs> yeah, uh, I got a bunch for um, St. Patrick's Day because I was watching some live streams of some of the bands that I would go see around this time of year if it wasn't a COVID year or last year as well. So it was a little bit sad, but um, hopefully one day we'll be able to watch live music again and venues and Life will be good. So so you bought the PBR because that's what you traditionally would drink when you go and see said bands? Correct. Okay. Just explaining it for our many, many, many copious amounts of listeners. Oh, and I got something exciting to talk about. Mike, we got a giveaway next week. Oh, yeah? What are we giving away? Uh, I'm not going to announce that yet. I mean, we're approved, but we're, we're going to be giving away a movie next week from our friends at Paramount pictures it's been a little bit since they contacted us you know but they did and we got something coming next week we'll announce it then so look forward to that and it'll be a free movie digital download as always nice nice it's uh really great when we can uh, be able to give away something for our listeners um i think they appreciate it everybody likes a free movie right man uh yeah who doesn't right who doesn't indeed all right, Mike. So speaking of not free movies, the most money-making movies ever, Mike, how does Boss Level relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, Matt. So unlike last week... I realized very quickly that our star in this one is in the MCU uh, already. Uh, Frank Grillo was uh, played Brock Rumlow, a.k.a. Crossbones. And uh, he was the star of this movie as well. And he was in Captain America Civil War, Captain America Winter Soldier, and Avengers Endgame. Very good job, Michael. Very good job. You caught it this time. You started at the top. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you basically get hit in the face with it. And I was like, yeah, I know this. 
Well, dude, I, we got hit in the face pretty good with last week's, but you just missed it. You just spaced it. I mean, I was Agent just, Coulson, I, come on. I know, I know. I, I, dude, I totally spaced it. Eh, it's all good, Mike. It's all good. It happens, man. You found another one. You still got it, so it counts. Yeah, yeah, man, Matt. We're two hundred thirteen episodes in. What, what, what do we, what do we have? Like five where I didn't get it. Uh, since we started it, because we didn't start it with the very first episode, so uh, I think you've only not found like three or four. There was one where you didn't find it, but then a listener found it for you. So I'm gonna count that one. And I think the ones that you did miss were in really hardcore independent or foreign foreign like based films. Like uh, you remember that one Netflix film we did. Oh yeah, the the martial arts the martial one, arts right? one. Yeah, yeah, I don't think we found anything with that, and that's to be expected. Yeah, that was was that that was that was like a Korean movie, right? Yeah. Yep. It was South Korean. Yeah, that was my pick. That's okay, man. I tend to pick ones that I'm like, oh yeah, that'll be great. And there's like three actors in it. I'm like, oh no, this is going to be really hard to MCU. Yeah, I think you've done it to yourself more than I've done it to you. <laughs> Yes, I, 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 I don't take into consideration the MCU tie-ins, but I want to go see those movies, so that's what you should do. Right, exactly. So, speaking of seeing movies, Mike, let's go ahead and enter our spoiler discussion for Boss Level. So, if you want to watch this film without it being spoiled, go ahead and click off. So, Mike, um, since I started the conversation, it's your turn to start this conversation. Go for it. All right, Matt. So I, I thought this movie was fun, like you said. There's just a couple rough edges here and there. Uh, the things I thought were a little bit over the top, maybe, for the character. I know he's a badass and stuff, but like I felt like he over-cursed, if, that, if you could do that. I don't know. Like I just felt like he was too much like sailory and too much... It just sometimes it didn't seem like it was working. I don't know. It's, it's a lot in the voiceovers, I think, that, that it's happening. When he's just introducing the different characters and stuff. I don't know. This is just me. I think you're just changing because you're now an old man with a child. And so you don't like the potty words. That could be, Matt. That could be. I mean, uh, this movie did get me in the feels when he was going with his son, playing video games a little bit. That was... That was that was uh, kind of cool, you know, where they're playing side-scrolling games. I was like, oh, man, that's awesome. I thought that was great, man. Especially how he starts coming to the realization that he missed all this time with his son and he starts making it up in his repeating lives. (laughs) And he starts really diving into who his son is and all the things he's really, really missed out on. And I I thought that was great. I really did. I thought that actually, to be honest, I thought that's how they were just going to end the movie. Like I thought they were just going to end it with him just being like, F it, this is my life now. And I'm going to get to know my son. Yeah, I was uh, definitely wasn't sure where they were going with that. It kind of changed a little bit right there, and I guess that the the second act, I guess that's the 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 middle uh, towards the third act, and then he does the realization that you know um, his ex wife and mother of the child is is actually still alive the next day, and he's like, oh, when. <laughs> and, and it took the security cams yeah for him to figure it out he had what 14 minutes yeah yeah i loved uh i loved how he uh uh 
stole the helicopter and uh, got over there. Kind of a weird fact, Matt. I was looking at the you know the cast and stuff for the MCU stuff, even though I know Frank Grillo was MCU. Uh, the gunner that's in in that um, helicopter is Rob uh, Gronkowski from from the New England Patriots and Tampa Bay Bucks. I was like, how did he get that job? Oh, that was Gronk. I didn't even yeah. notice. Yeah, it was Gronk. Like I, I was like, that's kind of weird, but hey, whatever. I mean, it's cool. Hey, you know, maybe he's realizing that he can't be a footballer forever, so he's just maybe I'll just be a side character in movies. I'm sure he has plenty of money never to work again, like most professional athletes that are as successful as he is. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think he's probably doing all right. I, he maybe knows somebody, or who knows how some of these things happen. There was also a former um, uh, MMA guy in there who's one of the assassins, uh, Randy Rampage Jackson. Um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, I don't even think I recognized him, so that's not good. But um, anyway, uh, it was, it was this movie was fun, Matt. So there's just a few things that are a little weird. Like um, I did enjoy the gratuitous head chopping offs. Um, oh, I thought hilarious. I thought it was kind of funny because it just kept going over and over and over, um, and just different things. And I forget what the character always said, but she always said like, "I am this person. I did this." Like <laughs> it was it was fun. Oh, what was her name? Um, she kept saying her character's name, and I did this. Uh, was it uh, Guan Yin? I think. Yeah, Guan Yin. Yeah, 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 that's it. I am Guan Yin, and I have done this, or something like that. <laughs> and then it would just cut <laughs> every yeah. single time. Every single time she took his head off. Yeah, it was funny because it's like at first it's like, what? But then it just kept like building. It's kind of like a long, long gag. <laughs> Dude, the one that I had to literally pause the movie because I was laughing so hard, tears were coming out of my eyes, was when he's racing in the Challenger and the Christian church tour bus or whatever slams into the Challenger, and he not only dies, but he flies through the windshield into the aisle with all the religious people around him. Every single time that happened, I just lost it. I just, how they did it and how he ragdolled in through the windshield. I mean, I'm like, that would never happen. But it was just hilarious. I just could not, I couldn't take it. I had to pause it. It was so funny. Yeah, and they did it a, a few times. They didn't overdo that one too much, but they did it a few times. And, and <laughs> he always had all this glass in his face. I just, yeah, it was so funny to me. I don't know. And then then he starts putting like pieces together later on like when he's in the bar uh getting his drink and he starts realizing that there's like a sword master there that can teach him how to sword fight and you know everything kind of almost falls into like being perfect you know at some points Yeah so I I think that's my only kind of thing that's a little weird about it is that that where you're talking about the bar is you know there's this this woman who's like this championship sword person and then there's a guy who's like a security expert and like i mean it's fine it it worked for the movie just fine but it was just interesting that all these people that he'd been kind of ignoring and was like upset about 
actually ended up being people that were going to help him uh, in his quest, I guess, his his quest to figure out what's going on with the day. Well, it's just that badass of a bar, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's underground, I guess, right? Because the, the, the tracking stuff. Yeah, because they, they couldn't track him when he was in the bar because it was underground. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, one character that I thought was really strange, and it wasn't the character, it was more the actor, was uh, Brett, uh, played by Will, uh, I believe it's Sasso. Will Sasso is a very big dude and a very well-known sitcom comedian, I guess is a good way to put it. And to have him play like a villain, I had a hard time with it. He did a good job. Don't get me wrong. He did a good job. I really do admire him and I thought he did well. But it just, I was, every single time I saw him on scene, I would be like, okay, he's going to say something stupid or he's going to say something funny. But he didn't, so. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, oh, Will Sasso is, I I don't think I knew that. He played Brett. How did you not know that? Mike was looking at his phone this whole time, people, so that's why Mike sounds like he doesn't know what the hell's going on when I was talking. Yeah, no, no, I was paying attention. <laughs> it's okay, um, Mike. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine, Mike. Will Sasso from Happy Gilmore? From the TV oh, yeah. series Mom? Oh, yeah, he was in Happy Gilmore. He was the guy who bet him. He Didn't he? he he's like, I bet you if you hit this, like the ball down the, past the house or whatever, we'll, we'll get back to work, right? When he's, mo- he's, he's one of the mover guys. He was also in, um, uh, Super Troopers 2. He's one of the Mounties. Oh, all right. Yeah, he was. Man, okay, okay. All right, Matt, I have one more thing to ask you about in this movie. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Okay, he's paying attention now, people. (laughs) Um, So, the uh, one uh, assassin uh, who went by Pam, I guess, uh, played by Metal Williams... She had like this fancy gun and he's like, you paid $500,000 for that gun? And she's like, oh yeah. And then I got it engraved or whatever and 250000 Wait, wait, you paid $750,000 for this gun? No. And then she, it was like. She didn't get it engraved. She got it um, uh, threaded so that she could put a silencer on it. Mm-hmm. And that costs two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I guess. I mean, I don't. I don't know. Okay. All right. So she put a silencer on it, but then it's apparently the gun that was used that that was Hitler's gun, right? Like it was supposedly Hitler's personal, um, uh, Walther. Yeah. I was yeah. like. What does that have to do with this movie? <laughs> like, I, like that was a weird thing. I think it was just a gag that didn't go over real well. I mean, it was kind of funny, but he's like, you've been killing me this whole effing time with Hitler's gun. And he just, 
he just kind of, you know, gets very upset that he keeps being killed by this, the leader of the Nazis gun. I mean, I, I understand. I would be upset too, but I, you know, I think it's just a gag that didn't, didn't land real well. I mean, it was funny, but it wasn't like, oh my God, that, you spent five minutes telling this gag and it it's hilarious. I mean, it was okay. But a gag I did think that was, um, I mean, it was weird scene, but it was still kind of funny was the, um, when he was like, he's like, I got shot in the face and it went right through here and whatever. And oh. then it started smelling like steak. And uh, he's like, I realized that was my tongue. It was cooked instantly. I was like, oh, it, that's no, interesting. It, it didn't smell like steak. It tasted like the best ribeye he's ever had. Oh, yeah. And it was his own tongue. And then that's, he realized yes. he swallowed his own tongue that had been cooked by a, like a 45 or something like that i was just like wow that is the most gross descriptive thing ever but i i could see that i could see that you know it made sense how he described it yeah um and then there was another thing he's like i taste marshmallows when the one guy got stabbed in the 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 forehead yeah yeah i've heard about that didn't he say he he tasted marshmallows? Yeah, something like that. I've I've heard about that where, you know, people will like have head wounds and stuff, and they'll like smell different things and they'll taste different things depending on where they get hit in the head. I've heard about that. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I know during open brain surgery, I think they're like, "What do you feel now?" Like they'll do certain things to try and figure out, like try and map your brain, because like. The weird thing about everyone's brain is they do stuff differently. Like everybody, like there's general regions, but like where people put exactly stuff is like a mystery and like how it works. Hmm. Well, all right, Mike. So do you think our listeners should watch this film on Hulu? Uh, I think if you're just want a nice popcorn flick that's uh pretty fun to watch uh yeah i mean it's it's action uh action comedy um it's fairly um it's fairly violent and uh lots of cursing but uh as long as you're okay with that uh yeah absolutely okay mike how many reels so i'm gonna give this one matt three reels out of five well, good, Mike. I'm glad that we are back to our new normal because I really enjoyed this movie. I think it was just because I was shocked that it wasn't crap. I thought it was going to be just awful, just garbage. I really enjoyed it. I will definitely probably, not in the near future, but watch this again. I, I really enjoyed it. I'll give it a four out of five. Oh, wow. Four out of five. Awesome, man. Awesome. Okay, Mike. So... Next week, we return to the movie theaters with your pick of film. Mike, tell us a little bit about us going and risking our lives to catch the COVID to watch a movie. <laughs> wow. Man, with an intro like that, how, how could I not tell you about it? So I am interested in seeing uh, Bob Odenkirk's latest uh, cinema masterpiece, uh, and it's called Nobody. It kind of looks like a fun, uh, or well, I'll just read the, I'll read the synopsis. Why not? Uh, a bystander who intervenes to help a woman being harassed by a group of young men, young men becomes the target of a vengeful drug lord. 
There you go. So, Mike, did you know that this movie has been rescheduled four times for release? No, I had no idea. Thanks to the COVID. Yep. Man, man, four times. Yep. It was originally scheduled to open in August of 2020. Well, I'm glad that it, the days finally come. Uh, hopefully, uh, Matt, it doesn't. Uh, you don't risk your life too badly, and and you get to enjoy some some time at the at the silver screen. Well, my favorite thing to do is go in and lick the seat and lick all the door handles as I'm going into the theater. Do you think I'm going to have to stop doing that because of the COVID? <laughs> you might need to put a pause on it. Just a pause, you know? Like, either that or maybe, like, pee on it first and then lick it. Hmm. Pee is sterile, so that would help. But, you know, I like having that flavor of butter and jelly beans and um, hot dogs. You know, all those wonderful snacks that people are holding in their hands and they grab the door to open it. I like it all in, like, one, like solid just long lick right across the door handle it's oh to die for (laughs) all right well you know uh different uh different strokes for different folks i guess all right mike well i'm not going to talk about that because i already had you rolling about strokes earlier today so all right well uh, i think that is the end of the real film nerds podcast episode number 213 yeah, dude, 213. Good job, Matt. That's that's like twice you got it right. I know. I didn't even look it up. I'm just guessing. So, all right. Well, uh, don't forget, hit us up for our giveaway that we're going to start. We're not going to do it, but we're going to start it on March 31st, which is a week from today. So I think we'll have to figure out something we're going to do related to the movie Nobody. Oh, you know what would work? I thought we. I just thought of it. I just What's thought that, of it. What well, we could have our listeners do. What well, what should we have them do, man? Uh, email in or Facebook or Instagram or whatever the last time they went to the movie theater. Oh, man, that's actually a great one, dude. Good job, man. Yeah. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, the day or it could be even just the last movie you saw in the theaters, but even the month or whatever. Yeah. Let's go with last movie. So, Mike, before this, what was your last movie you saw in the theater? Uh, Wonder Woman, the 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 last one that just came out. I saw that in Christmas. The last movie I saw in the theater before Nobody was Tenet. I have not been to the theaters since Tenet. Wow. Wow. That's coming up on a year. Yeah, and Tenet is coming out on HBO Max in May, I think I read. Huh. So cool. Good so to know. It'll, it'll be, yeah, it'll be streaming. And um Wow. Yeah. Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four was the last one I saw. Yeah. And I'm glad I didn't see that in the theaters because it was a waste. God, that was so sad. Ah, it was a waste, dude. <laughs> I bought all these snacks. Thought it was going to be just wonderful. And... Nope. 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 Yeah. There was, well, we already discussed it if you want to listen to our pod, but yeah, there were some good action sequences, but overall that movie was not, not good at all. It was such a disappointment because the first one was so good. 
I really enjoyed that first one. So, all right, Mike, we'll do your thing, man. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to the pod and, you know, go out there and try and stream or, you know, if you feel safe enough, venture out into the theaters. All the theaters in the country are hurting. Um, They would love to have any business. Maybe you could rent a theater. I know the theaters, uh, the rentals for the theaters are much cheaper than they've ever been. So um, that's always an option, you know. Maybe get a couple, couple of your good friends who are not uh, sick uh, go, and you know you could bring your kids, even your infants, and go see a movie. That'd be cool. But anyway, uh, thanks everyone for listening, and uh, catch us on the socials: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And uh, we'll catch you next week while we're reviewing the movie Nobody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie. Good morning, Magic 99.1. Who's this? This is the weekly nerd of movies. <laughs> it's got to be Matt Hinshaw from the Real Fil- Nerds podcast. How you doing, Maddie? I'm doing okay. How about yourself there, Lisa? I'm doing good. I can't complain. That's a fact, especially since you're on the line. Did you get a lot of golfing in in this gorgeous weather we had all weekend, you, except for the wind? You know what? I didn't I actually went mountain biking instead, but I was out in the uh, sun and shine, and it felt great. Wow. Hey, that's just as good. At least you're outside running around, getting that's into trouble. Right. That's usual. right. Exactly. And you were probably inside watching movies. No, I was running around with uh, clients all weekend. Uh, I went all the way to Cottonwood and Jerome and all that. It was fun. Wow. Did you sell some properties? Yes, I did. Nice job, mm-hmm. Maddie. And I'm pretty sure you saw Boss Level this past week. What'd you think about it? Yes, ma'am, I did. It is currently streaming on Hulu. It was originally supposed to come out in the theaters over a year ago. Thanks to COVID, uh, it got bought and sold, and Hulu took it over, and it's one of their exclusive streaming products, and I was shocked. I thought it was really good. Really? I went into this, yeah, I went into this with really low expectations. I thought it was going to be another Groundhog Day, Happy Death Day, uh, you know, same day repeat, rip-off kind of film, and it was just going to be the same kind of old ball and chain thing again and again that we've seen five or six times now. Right. And it wasn't. No. It wasn't. It was very good. It was a lot of fun. It was a silly action movie. It has uh, inner monologue narration that I didn't really think was going to work, and it ended up working really well. Um, Mel Gibson is one of the char- one of the stars in the film, but he's not really a star. He's hardly in it. He plays the the main big bad villain, and he's in it for maybe 10 minutes tops. Okay. And I think that was probably a good thing because <laughs> it didn't take away from... It didn't take away from the main character or actor, uh, Frank Grillo and uh, Naomi Watts and their characters. Okay, very so. good. Very good. Well, you've got me intrigued. How many reels are you going to give it? Yeah. Oh, I... You, I hope you're sitting down. It's not perfect, but I'm giving it a four out of five. Four out of five reels. That's pretty close. Very nice. Well, you know, um, the critics are right there with you. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 72. Metacritic, 56%. But um, they're saying that 89% of Google users like the movie. So that's usually how it goes. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was great. I, I highly recommend watching it, especially if you have Hulu, because you can watch it for free. Um, it is not for the young children. There are lots of murders and killing, and it is a hardcore action movie, mm-hmm. lots of swearing, but it is really a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. It's it's a good popcorn flick. I wish it would have been in the theaters. I think it would have been even better. All right. Very good review there, Matt. What are we going to look at this week? Well, next week, speaking of the theaters, I'm going to go to the movie theater. Woohoo! Which one are you going to go to? Yeah. So uh, I'm probably going to go to Picture Show. I really like those big companies. Mm-hmm, absolutely. <laughs> and what are you going to see there? Um, there's a brand new movie. It's, uh, we're doing another action movie. Uh, my co-host picked this one. It is uh, starring the last person in the world you would ever think of as a uh, action star, uh, Bob Odenkirk. Okay. The film is called Nobody, and it is only coming out in the theaters for right now. Yeah. But he plays um, a, a normal uh, stay, not stay at home, but a normal dad going about his business, or raising his family. When uh, he steps up and stops some uh, criminals harassing a woman on a bus, and then you quickly find out, oh, he's not a normal person. He used to be an assassin. Of course he did. Yep, yep. And so it unravels into this hardcore action movie for the next hour and a half. Very good. So I'm excited. I think it'll be fun. I hope it's so good. And going to the theaters, there's nothing like it. Yeah, I really, really, really have missed it. I haven't been since last summer. Yes. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm right there with you, Matt. Okay, well, we'll look forward to your review of it next Monday morning on what station? The one, the only, the incredible Magic 99.1. Why, thank you.